0: Hello, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven. And today I will explain to you why you should not be disabling external sharing in SharePoint and OneDrive. And I will also explain a few things you should be doing instead. Welcome to the SharePoint Maven Podcast. If you are an end user, power user, or administrator frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes happening in SharePoint Online and Office 365, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week you can expect easy, insightful, and actionable steps that will help you correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Office 365. And now, your host, Greg Zelfand. Hello again, and welcome to episode number 15 of SharePoint Maven podcast. Today I want to talk about external sharing in SharePoint Online and OneDrive. Specifically, I want to explain why you should not be disabling it in the environment. Quite often when I work with my clients, when I have consulting sessions or training sessions with them, and when I cover the topic of external sharing, sometimes I'm getting interrupted and... um, i hear someone tell me well we don't allow external sharing in our organization this usually makes me cringe Um, i'm lucky to work from home and i don't have a webcam so my clients can see my facial expression at the time and then i usually follow up with a long conversation on why that is a really really bad idea so first i would like to explain to you my loyal followers and listeners Why disabling external sharing in SharePoint and OneDrive is a terrible idea. And then I also would like to provide a few things, a few tips of what you should be doing instead of disabling external sharing in your environment. Look, let's face it, we live in a very different world these days. Every day we share lots and lots of information with our colleagues and uh, those uh, that are outside of our organization. We share emails, we share teams messages, we share things on Yammer, we share documents, uh, tasks, etc. And every single organization has external parties that they deal with clients, vendors, external contractors, consultants, etc. So if you want to disable external sharing and impede collaboration, sure, go ahead. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to send an email to someone. I'm just going to send an email to an external party and send a bunch of attachments. And that is how I will share information externally. Or worse, I'm going to use my personal Google Drive, a personal Dropbox, or even personal OneDrive to store and share information that belongs to the organization. And this is not because I'm trying to violate a policy, an internal policy or guideline I'm just trying to collaborate over here. This is just human nature, all right? So by disabling external sharing, you're actually going to make things worse, in my opinion. The reality is, again, we live in a very different world at the moment. And it's all about collaboration. It's all about exchanging information amongst each other. And that includes both internal and external users. If you think about this, the word share is part of SharePoint name that application you're using to collaborate. So in my opinion, you should never, ever disable external sharing in SharePoint Online and OneDrive. With that being said, I understand the concern you might have. I understand the concern many organizations might have. So what I would like to do now is provide you with a few tips, with a few things you should be doing instead of totally disabling external sharing in your tenant, in your environment. First, make sure to set up your information architecture properly. Hopefully, you're using modern sites, modern team sites, and modern communication sites that we now have in SharePoint Online. And make sure to set up proper security for each of the sites you have created. By default, in SharePoint Online, all the team sites, these are the sites that are connected to Office 365 Groups, the ones that are connected to Teams and Planner and Outlook, etc. These sites are automatically uh, enabled for external sharing by default. In contrast, all the other sites, you know, that includes communication sites or team sites without the group, they do not have external sharing automatically enabled. So if there are a few sites, maybe an HR site or finance site and their team sites, and you do not want to um, you know share anything externally from the site, you can actually Uh, disable external sharing on a side-by-side basis uh, without uh, totally disabling it uh, for the whole tenant. Another thing you can do, which is a kind of cool feature, you can restrict external sharing by domain. For example, you can uh, prevent external sharing to certain domains like gmail.com or yahoo.com. Alternatively, you can also specify trusted domains. For example, you have a few trusted partners and what you can do, you can specify their domains and essentially uh, allow external sharing only to those domains and not allow external sharing to any other domains other than the ones you specify. So while this setup does put some restrictions in place, I guess uh, it's much better than totally disabling external sharing at the global level. The second thing you can do instead of totally disabling external sharing is you can monitor external sharing within your organization. There are a number of ways to do it. Uh, each and every site has a site usage report, which does list all the items that have been shared externally for that particular site. So, this is the information that each and every site owner has access to. From your site, if you click on the gear icon in the operating corner and then click on site usage, uh, you will see what I'm talking about. And again, each and every site owner has access uh, to this report. And it does provide some cool information um, for you to monitor uh, sharing, uh, among other things as well. You also have an audit log report, or actually reports, I should say, uh, that are accessible from the uh, compliance center. Uh, These reports are only accessible by uh, those who obviously have access to the compliance center or those with admin privileges. Uh, But again, uh, it's just yet another place for you to monitor uh, the sharing, external sharing, among other things. The third thing you should be doing instead of disabling external sharing is training. Training is never a bad idea and something you should be doing anyway, uh, no matter whether you enable or disable external sharing. Uh, But the reason why training is important in this particular case is because, in my opinion, it's very, very important. Uh, to train your staff, to train your users, and explain to them how to properly share externally and what exactly happens when you share externally. There are just so many ways for your users to share externally. Uh, they can share uh, the whole site. They can share a particular folder. They can share a particular file. With site sharing, you can make external users members, uh, which means they will have add, added delete rights or you can make them visitors, which means they, they will only be able to access your site on a read-only basis. With file and folder sharing, you can generate different types of links. For example, if the user generates any one link, uh, that means it's an anonymous link. Uh, what that means is that the recipient, the external user, can access the content without uh, providing their identity, without authenticating in. So if you generate one of those links, you will never know who clicked or viewed uh, or downloaded your file. A much more secure option would be to generate specific people type of link uh, which will ask your recipient to provide their identity and authenticate through a temporary passcode uh, to the file and folder that you have shared with them the bottom line is there are just so many ways to share and your users need to understand how to share it correctly so training 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 should always be part of your implementation plan lastly if you don't trust your employees to handle your content, to handle your intellectual property, they probably should not be part of your organization. If you hire them and you trust them to send an email to someone with or without the attachment, you probably should trust them with sharing externally from their own OneDrive as well as you know any SharePoint site. So to summarize this particular episode, it's not about disabling external sharing. It's more about training, monitor, and control. So that was my opinion. Uh, As always, I'm happy to hear your opinion on this topic. So if you want to share some feedback, drop me a line at greg at sharepointmaven.com. But for now, that's all I wanted to cover this week. As always, happy to see you on my blog, sharepointmaven.com, my YouTube channel, as well as my podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great rest of the day and talk to you next week. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review.